Shiva Kamini Samakanda Krampages! It's a one-man, late-week, quick-fire Shiva blast this week as we prepare for round seven. Betty's fled the country, but the Shiva wheel, that keeps turning on the Shiva blast. Just as you think the Shiva blast may have returned to its inconsistent ways, it's here. It's late in the week, I know. The co-host, Benny Macker, he has found his way to Boston where he is belly aching about not being able to get a beer. Uh, saw his comment that he said it's not the land of the free because they want him to produce ID to get a beverage. Uh, unfortunately, that means having your passport on you, which Benny did not do. So he went to an ice hockey game dry. Um, was there a Samosa van? I don't know. Benny, you're going to have to update us, mate. But yes, it is a quick fire one-man show later in the week, so we don't necessarily need to bring you any of the news. But let's get through a couple of the headlines. Extra, extra. The only place you can hear the Shiva Blast headlines is on the Shiva Blast. Here are your headlines this week. Hurry up and finish, you musical fuckwits. The headline act this week is the fact that there is just so much ruck carnage right through the Shiva. Well, let's talk about the ones that went down this week. Brody Grundy, 10 to 12 week PCL injury. You won't be seeing him much before finals. I'd be interested to see whether he does make some movements to teams that rate themselves a chance. Do you bring in someone that might be able to get you to that Shiva win if you think you can make that top six? Interesting there. Tristan Jerry, he is out, which means Callum Coleman-Jones may have been a savvy waiver wire pick in some leagues. I've absolutely missed that boat in Div 2. Uh, Mark Pitney went down this week. Can't expect much from him. And St. Kilda's Jack Hayes, moment of silence. ACL injury. I know we haven't really had the heights that we did, the lofty heights of round one where he scored us a first up ton. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be missing the rest of the year. Thankfully, Saints... They've extended the olive branch. We will see Jack Hayes again. But it's left Ruck stocks incredibly bare. Max Gorn stocks are right up. So if you did invest in him in the first round, that is a gigantic tick for your Shiva season. Otherwise, man, looking at the Ruck averages now, or the Ruck points of ones that are fit, you've got Gorn, Riley O'Brien probably next up, Jared Witt's doing well. Toby Dankervis, a surprise inclusion up here, averaging 80 points around, which might not seem very much, but his 111 would have come in very, very handy for coaches that might just be happy for a playing ruck. And the Braden Proust truthers, you've only got two games out of him so far, but both tons could be a very, very savvy investment this year. Even Matt Flynn came good. If those two can ruck next to each other and score that many points, hey, major props if you made the investment. But there is a lot of pain going on there. Just maybe if you drafted more than one ruck and they're both playing, you can make some incredible value out of that. I don't know. If injuries keep going the way that they are, maybe it's worth holding on. The second iteration of positional changes, that dropped this week with some handy names involved. Brandon Ellis has not been having a good year. Added back status, though, might be fieldable there in like a D5 position. Dane Zorko in the mix, he's got back status now. That is a massive leg up. Jack Siebel gets a little bit more flexibility with that forward status. Angus Brayshaw. Now, Christian Salem will return, but if he can continue on his scoring ways, he's added back status. That is incredibly handy. Looking at his year so far, averaging 93.3. That's very, very nice for his owners. 
Other than that, not many big names around. Shane Edwards added forward status. Maybe you can get a little bit out of him. He's averaging, uh, I just clicked on it, 44.3. Ignore Shane and Edwards. Were there, was there anything missing that you were looking for? Josh Kennedy, I saw a couple of people get upset about. Back status would have been useful. He's, he's getting some center clearances. Uh, Tom Liberatore got it in AFL Fantasy. He got forward status. Can't really see that happening anymore in Ultimate Footy. You're just going to have to wait to round nine to find out. Let's jump straight into Statman. I'm Statman. No Benny Waffling here. Let's get straight into the stats. Top three scorers of the week. Starting from third position, props to Camels in Div 14. 7.54 for the week. In fact, three massive scores this week. So that was enough for third place. Illa Warriors, love this. Riding high in Div 12. Five and one, scored a 17.79 to really cement themselves at the top of the table. But it was Champions League three where we're seeing some wildly different scores. Burt's Bandits got them up into sixth place. A 17.82 was the top score of the week. Right down to the other end of the scale, Jacob's team still in the mix. In fact, when, when I first looked at this, I didn't see him in the bottom three. And I thought, yes, you've done it. But um, equal bottom third. Uh, they were just in fourth last place. 11.54 and Oliver's Winery in Div 23. Uh, also an 11.54. Uh, Man of Steel. Uh, let's look at them. Div 23 as well. Zero and six. They are nailed to the bottom of the ladder. An 11.03 this week. But last place went to Friars Monks in Div 16. A zero and six start for them. A 10.50 this week. No, thank you. Uh, biggest win of the week. Let's go there. Birch Bandits. Champions League three. Not only did they score a 17.82, but they got a 460-point win over the third place on the table. In fact, playing a team that was above them, a 13.22, they got a 460-point win. There was one draw. Uh, and that was in Div 3. Juzzo's Jets now 2-3-1 and one in 8th position. A 13-0-1 against I Don't Kick Punch. A 3-2-1 in 6th position. 13-0-1. No one deserves to win that. Our lowest winner of the week. Got a little bit lucky. The Frangaroos. The Frangaroos. 1-5 in 12th position. They scored a 12-22. Uh, got beaten by Captain Kickass. This wasn't a kick-ass effort. A 12.99. If you score under 1,300, you do not deserve a victory, but they got themselves one. Now, looking at the overall tally, uh, Todd Rivers still in third position overall. His Rivers Rovers have scored 9,281 points for the year. He's sitting at 5-1, and one, pretty in Div 3. As son of a mongoose, that is Coach Brenton, has only won four games, 4-2 four and two for the year, sitting in second position overall, a 9-8-5 points scored for there. But it was Toby shooting up the ladder this week from 11th to 1st place in Div 21. What a debut. The Drapes of Wrath. Coach Toby, 9-2-9-7 is the clubhouse leader in terms of points scored. They're the stats. Let's get to this man who we haven't heard from in a couple of weeks. He's back. I'm not sure what he's got for us, but he's back nonetheless. Lippy Kissy. Don't 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Crud Sleep Service, brought to you by Crud. I'm not going to lie, Damien, I'm just going to send you this one because it's <laughs> quarter past eight. You didn't fucking remind me again of my requirement to do a fucking lippy kissy and uh, I'm fucking tired and my head is frazzled. Anyway, I just put the little fella down and then I went out to the living room where the doll was giving the little, little fella a feed and I picked up my keys and she said, where are you going? So I just out to the car for a tip. And she goes, what are you doing out there? I said, never you mind, honey. She says, what are you doing out in the car? I said, none, none of your business, hon. She goes, are you jerking off out there? I said, yes. <laughs> but only after I record the pod. So with that being said, i got to go. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your lips luscious. Just perfectly balancing that new parent life. And uh, nothing sus out there in the car. Beautiful. Welcome back, Crut. This pod needs you, especially this week when you've only got my voice coming at you. Let's get to Coach Odin. is singing. I got, I got told a little bit less of Coach Odin on the podcast this week, which I think is cruel. Let, let's hear from him. Because you had a bad beat. You're taking a loss. Your team got beat at the end of the round. You say you got robbed. You tell me don't laugh. The late adjustment was a surprise. You had a bad beat, the scoring don't fly. You crash into earth and you really could cry. You had a bad beat. You had a bad beat. Well, the challenge is out there. If you want that song off the pod, you're going to have to give us another bad beat intro. Now, we, we've said for people to send in their intro. Uh, Jamie Radford hasn't done that, but he did give us... The Bart Simpson gif that uh, if you are part of our DT Shiva Facebook page, you may have seen. Uh, each week we put up a post. You can share with us your bad beats. Uh, let's first go back to the stats just momentarily because our highest loser of the week, which is a bad beat, Kensington Racer in Div 9, a 1642 was beaten by four points by the coach of the baked potatoes, who have now had a 6-0 and zero start, four-point win over the Kensington Racer. Ooh, that is a bad beat in our Facebook group. Uh, let's go to that post right now. Brett McFarlane, Champions League 3. It's pleasure and pain in that league. Uh, Yobagoya, CL, second place, a 14.59 against Robbo's Rampages. Fourth place, a 14.56, a three-point loss to Robbo's Rampages. Rampage has Hind on the field. Named as sub after originally being dropped from the team. Came on at three-quarter time. That is worst-case scenario. To score 48, Rampage's emergency had a 60 if Hind isn't sub or remains off-field or subs on with enough time or only enough time to rake up uh, under that uh, time on ground percentage. It would have won. That's painful. Uh, Josh Pratt, Coach Josh, Div 9. In this one, we have Week 1's bad beat winner on the losing side this time. So I thought Bestie gets his bad beat right. 2v3 on the ladder. Three late touches against baked potatoes over the line. Oh, this is the game we're talking about. The biggest loser of the week, Kensington Racer. 16-42 against 16-46. And love to get a little bit more clarity there. And Coach Dean in Div 4. Wombats had J-Rocks FC covered all weekend only for Impy to score 15 points. He laments that a little bit. Still should have won as J-Rocks had Hind on field. Again, Hind on the field. It was listed as an emergency. No backup. Hind comes on as a sub. Scores 48. Wombats lose by 35. Impey had 70 points sitting unused on his bench. 
yeah, that's a bad beat. Make sure that if you're feeling passionate about your loss, that you get on and share them on our DT Sheep for Facebook page or you can message me. Damon Adams is my name. You can shoot that through. That is enough for the podcast. A quick fire Shiva blast this week for the back end of round six as we head into round seven. We're trying to get a special treat together for you next week. While Benny's out of the country, someone has come into the country in Coach Tom Seagram. Now, the history of the Shiva Blast is that I feel like spiritually it was born out of the ashes of the Phantom Operatic. Coach Tom Seagram was one half of that with super coach expert, Coach Eddie Dads. And uh, together they made the Phantom Operatic. I think we get a little bit of that spice back for a special edition of the Shiva Blast next week. Fingers crossed for that. More announcements to come. Until then, have a great round seven. I'm looking to go four and three. Keep that positive record of three and three. Good luck for your battles this week. Until next week. That is a very quick Shiva Blast. Shiva, come in, so much, 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 come in, so much